This is episode 17 of Essential Oils by Design. together. We're your hosts, Ros Isbell and Nani Chisire, and there's three things that we're both passionate about, essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. Hi, Nani. Hi, Ros. How are you today? I'm good. It's super cold here and super hot where you are, so we're both... (laughs) Maybe not enjoying the weather at the moment, but I <laughs> know oh, it's hot and sticky here. Anyway, life goes on. Today we're going to finish off our discussion on business. We have for the last two episodes been talking about business by design. And episode 15, we discussed the types and how each type does business best. And then in the last episode, episode 16, we talked about five of the energy centers, the head, the ajna, the throat, the G and the spleen center. And today we're going to talk about the remaining three energy centers. So how about we kick off Nani with the will center, the will center in business and how it operates. And given that you have a defined will center, would you mind taking over from here? Sure. So the will center is sometimes also called the heart center. And if you know the chakra system, it's actually was part of the heart center. So it's the center for value and bringing things forth onto the material plane. And when you have an open will center or undefined, which actually seven eighths of the population have it open, you're here to be truly wise about what is valuable. So the low expression of this value piece is that sometimes you can question your value. So in business, you might question the value of who you are and maybe what you have to offer. And you might tend to undervalue your services or charge less than what you should for your work. And what we're hoping to tell you here is if you recognize this is maybe have someone else help define your value for you so that you're getting what you deserve. I don't know, Roz, if you want to tell anything more from my personal experience about an open will center in business. An open will center in business doesn't know how valuable it is, as Nani was just saying. And so it's really, really important. And I'm just reiterating what Nani's already said, but it's so important that you don't price your own services yourself. It's really important, or at least not by yourself. It's really important that you get someone else's advice. They can be someone with a defined will center or an open will center. And I say that because the open will center knows other people's worth. It just doesn't know its own worth. But you need to work with somebody else to price your own products and services. So if, for example, you're an entrepreneur and you have an online business, when you are pricing your services, let's assume you're a service-based business, get someone else to go through your prices with you. 
because most of the time you will undervalue your services. Occasionally you see an undefined will overpricing their services. It's quite rare, but it does happen. But most of the time, undefined wills will undervalue their services. If you're a product-based business, if you make something, if you sell something, make sure you're selling it for enough. And the way that you do that is by talking to somebody else, maybe more than one person, and making sure that they agree that you are charging enough for whatever it is that you're selling. The other thing to really embrace is your worthiness because with an undefined will centre, you might run the risk of thinking that what you are doing, the business that you are running, the service that you are providing, and, and I'm talking here a lot about being in business for yourself, but this does absolutely apply to those of you who are employed by somebody. You may feel that you're not worthy, that you're not worthy, that you're not a worthy employee, that you're not worthy of someone's you know, money. And this is just one of the things that the open will does. You need to understand that you are worthy, that you are an incredibly important piece of the puzzle and that what you offer is very, very worthy. So just make sure that you are getting paid enough that you do ask for that salary increase that you feel that you deserve or that you might not even feel that you deserve, especially after you've spoken to somebody about it. And yeah, just know that you are a very, very worthy part of humanity. Yeah. If you don't value yourself, people that are buying from you are not going to value what you have to offer. So it's really important for you to really get into the value for yourself and what you're offering. And then the people that have defined will centers will push will energy. But will energy, it's designed to work, to rest. So I guess the challenge or maybe the low expression of having a defined will center in business would be pushing when you actually don't have the energy to be doing something anymore. For manifestors, projectors, and reflectors, if you had a defined will center, you definitely are going to be pushing with energy that you don't have that's sustainable. With a generator or manifesting generator, and that's what I am, and I have a defined will center, I can push through things that I really, really don't want to be doing and I can keep on pushing. And I've done this when I was an employee for someone and I've done this on my own as well. So just really being aware of scheduling and rest for yourself. And this goes for an undefined or defined will center is very important in a business because the number one reason businesses fail is because of burnout and burnout can come from multiple places, but this is one place where it can come from just pushing when you don't have the energy to do that. But when you are in the right energy, you're following your strategy having a defined will center can also really help you push through some of the more intense times. And one thing that I learned about that makes a lot of sense to me is that sometimes leaders in a business have will center energy and they think that everyone else can push as hard and long as they can. So if you're the leader and you have this, just be aware that actually quite a large percentage of the people underneath you probably do not and they need time for rest and it's not because they're lazy, it's because they work to rest and everyone needs to rest to be their best selves. Absolutely. The Will Centre works to rest and sometimes it needs a rest and if you don't give your will a rest, then you will burn out. A couple of things to add. 
only one in seven of us actually have a defined rule centre. So it's quite rare to have a defined rule centre. The other thing is I can't tell you the number of clients that I see who are in business and they have defined rule centres and they are burnt out from pushing themselves. I see this in generators and manifesting generators and I especially see it, as Nani was saying before, in non-sacral people, in projectors and manifestors. Not so much reflectors because reflectors can't have defined wills. (laughs) But when I see a projector with a defined will and they're coming to me because they need answers, I am almost guaranteed that that person will be burnt out from using their will incorrectly, from pushing with will energy against physical energy that they don't have. But this will also affect people with sacrals, generators and manifesting generators too. And I see a lot of burnt out generators and manifesting generators who have defined will centres. So please look after yourself if you have a defined will centre. You work five days, you take two days off. You work two weeks, you take a whole week off. Just make sure that you give yourself enough downtime. And there's actually a trick here too. If you do have an open will center and you need some willpower or some will energy to push, if you know someone that you don't necessarily have to know that they have the willpower, but it could be easier that way, but just go around someone or have, you know, invite someone over (laughs) that has that to help you during the time that you need the extra push because you're like taking in and amplifying that energy. So that's just a little thing to think about. I actually work with someone closely who has an open will center and she's like, will you just, you know, sit by me? (laughs) Cause she's an artist and she, she has the ideas, but she needs to like, you know, finish them sometimes. And so she's recognizing what she needs. And I think it's interesting. I could just sit somewhere (laughs) and help people get stuff done just by being there. Yeah, absolutely. You're very valuable, Nani. Very valuable. <laughs> it's a bit like the rent-a-gen thing. You know about the rent-a-gen thing where people, projectors and manifestors and reflectors who need to get work done can go and sit beside a generator for a couple of hours and they get lots of work done. But it's not sustainable. You can't do it yeah. for very long. You can only do it for you know, maybe a couple of hours and then all of a sudden becomes overwhelming. But yeah, absolutely do that if, if you really need to get something done and you don't feel like you have the will to get it done because you have an open will centre and you don't have access to sustainable willpower energy, even though society likes to make us think that we do or that we should or that there's something wrong with us if we don't. Imagine, you know, six-sevenths of the population are wrong because we don't have access to willpower energy. Yeah. So what about some essential oils for the Will Center? I actually have a little blend here that I want to share. Oh, yay. It's a, a blend that cleanses limiting beliefs so you can see the value of yourself and your preciousness because you are worth it. So I'm calling this I Am Worthy. So it's four drops of bergamot, and that cleanses your limiting beliefs, like I'm not good enough, I'm a failure, I'm inadequate. And it teaches self-acceptance, self-love, and self-confidence. And then four drops of lemongrass. And lemongrass is a robust energy cleanser. And it's going to help you let go of things that you no longer need. And sometimes this is physical, but it could be emotional or spiritual as well. 
and even in your house. I've taken lemongrass for other things and sometimes it makes you want to cleanse everything from your house or purge. <laughs> and then four drops of grapefruit and that encourages love, tolerance, and acceptance for your body's needs. And you can put these together with fractionated coconut oil and a roller ball or I guess you could probably do two drops of each and put it in a diffuser or something like that. But I like to make the rollers for these and then you can just roll it on and Hopefully it can up your vibes for feeling valuable for yourself in your business or wherever you work. Beautiful. Well, this is cool. You've done the open will with your defined will. Yeah. I'm going to do the defined will <laughs> okay. with the open will. So, Nani, this is what you need. You need some tangerine. I think tangerine is just a beautiful, beautiful oil for making you realize that you can stop and that it's okay to stop. Tangerine is an oil that is often for people who are workaholics, you know, who feel like they just have to keep going, that there's this duty calling them, that you know, the whole world will fall apart if they don't continue. And so tangerine can give you that understanding or put you in the vibration where you recognise that things will not fall apart if you stop. And that, in fact, being a workaholic is not helping anyone it's actually hurting. So try tangerine if you have a defined will center, whether or not you have a sacral that goes with it. But try tangerine and allow it to sort of dissipate those, I must do this, I have to do this feeling, this workaholic feeling that can sometimes creep into a defined will. Yes, so this leads into our next center, which is the sacral. And we've talked a lot about this energy because it's basically what makes a generator. If you have a defined sacral, you're either a generator or a manifesting generator. And if you have an undefined sacral, you're either a manifester, projector, or reflector. And so it, a lot of it has to do with sustainable life force, workforce energy. And sustainable is the key word. So think about that in business. A lot of it could be described very similarly to the will center, where you, if you have the sustainable energy, the defined sacral, you can sometimes push through things that you don't want to be doing. And Roz can tell us about the undefined sacral. So that means that you're either going to be a projector, a manifester, or a reflector. And it also means that you don't have access to a huge amount of energy. So I guess what's really, really important here is following your strategy. Now, if you haven't caught up with episode 15, two episodes ago, we really went into detail with the types and how they best do business. but the sacral is what differentiates us as people with a lot of energy to get work done, according to their strategy, or not so much energy to get work done and not being here to get a lot of work done. So it's really important that you have listened to and absorbed that part in episode 15. But if you don't have a sacral defined, just know that you're not designed to work the nine to five. You're not here to do the heavy lifting. You are here to do whatever it is that your type dictates. If you're a projector, you're here to guide, manage, and direct. If you're a manifester, you're here 
to get the ball rolling on things. And if you're a reflector, you're here to reflect back to other people how they're going and to be wise about so many things. So as a non-sacral being, you will have projects, everyone does, and you will have things that you want to get done. Do it according to your strategy. If you're a projector, wait for an invitation. If you're a manifester, make sure that it feels right for you to be doing it. And if you're a reflector, make sure that you've gone through your 29-day cycle, particularly if it's something really important that you're about to embark upon. And if you do that, that will give you energy. That will give you the energy to get going on what it is that you're about to do. But always remember that you are not designed to keep going for hours and hours. That's not the way this energy works. So you are here to be very wise about what other people do and how other people work. And, you know, if I could be prescriptive in the type of work that you could do with your open, open sacral, you are here to be wise about how other people get work done. So that's a really nice little thing to maybe work into what it is that you do now, what it is that you're thinking of doing or what it is that you've been invited to do. And I think this ties into the generators and manifesting generators as well with their strategy. The other important piece, so I kind of talked about the low end first. <laughs> if you are doing something that you don't love, you can keep doing it. But really the sacral is all about finding what lights you up and doing what you love. And I see when you're in like an employee relationship or you're working for someone, it's actually, maybe this is why the system was set up the way it is, but if your boss is giving you work, you have something to respond to. So sometimes you say yes to everything because you, I don't know, maybe you do have to, but <laughs> maybe you don't. I think I finally realized in one of my jobs, well, I was not only saying yes to everything, I was also initiating stuff that I wasn't asked to do and that wasn't working. But when I started just saying yes to the things that I wanted to do and maybe even opting out of, say, meetings that really didn't benefit me or drained my energy, you can just start to like flow more and actually get more energy. And in an entrepreneurial setting, it's the same way. You want to follow what lights you up because this sacral center is all about this workforce, life force energy, and you want it lit up and going in the right direction for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it really is an when you start as, as a defined sacral I'm talking about here, it really is almost a visceral feeling. You feel drawn towards what is correct for you and you feel repelled by what is not correct for you. Would you agree with that, Nani? Yes, but so many other things play into, into it before you totally understand this. So if, if you're not totally understanding what we're saying, you, you will. Because like, for example, having an open emotional solar plexus, sometimes like, even though I knew I wanted to do something one way or didn't want to do something, I would say yes, because I was trying to please other people and not feel their emotional wave. But I agree that you can feel it. We don't always act on it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And if something feels right, we use a lot of words here, don't we? And it can get quite confusing, but it's, it's almost this... It's almost like a magnet drawing you to what is correct for you. And you know, if we look at this from the way that we discuss 
human design and the generator strategy because when it's all said and done if we're talking about a defined cycle here we're talking about a generator we're talking about 70 percent of the population what happens to generators when something is correct for them it's presented to them it gets put in front of them by energetic forces by forces unseen, by source energy, by the universe, by God, whatever it is that you feel is bringing you life, it's bringing you what is correct for you. Now, if you happen to be asked to do something and it doesn't feel correct to you, okay, you might be an employee, you might have to do it, but that's probably a sign for you to ask yourself, well, am I in the right place? Am I, you know, I'm not, I'm being asked to do things that don't make me feel good. Is my vibration increasing or is it actually decreasing? Is this actually bad for me? Do I need to get myself in another situation, get myself in a better position to receive these gifts that life is bringing me that I seem to be missing out on at the moment because I'm not in the right place. And so this, this is actually another area where you can get very burned out in business and it can be for the undefined or defined sacral because you're either, well, either way you're pushing with energy that you don't have or you don't want to be doing. You've got that little trick. If you need short bursts of sacral energy, if you're a manifester, projector, or reflector, you can rent a gen and have a business partner or someone that you know be around you when you need the energy to get through something, but make sure to rest after it also has resting here. And then, yeah, it's just mostly about leveraging your energy in the way that is right for yourself based on your type. Yeah. I have a an essential oil blend for this one. Yeah. I, I decided to call it like activate me because it's going to activate your personal energy needs. So six drops of lemon. And I put all these cleansing ones first because I feel like it's really good to clean out before you add in anything new. So lemon cleanses the clutter so you can do the things that really excite you. It's going to infuse you with energy, confidence, and focus in your business. Then lavender, so four drops of lavender, and this is going to allow you to express yourself freely from your authentic self. So it's going to allow you to inform when you need to, as well as wait to respond because you're authentically expressing yourself. And then four drops of peppermint, and this offers renewal and relief and kind of just activates you to move or rest based on what your body needs. If you think of, you know, drinking peppermint tea, sometimes you do it to invigorate you and sometimes you do it to like wind you down and it it does what your body needs it to do. And you can fill the rest with fractionated coconut oil and make a 10 mil roller ball. So how you can apply this one in a fun way is draw a heart around your belly button because you're activating this for your sacral energy. And this blend is actually for an undefined sacral or a defined sacral because it's going to activate you to your personal needs, whether you need them to rise up or, you know, kind of calm down and rest. That sounds really good. I'm definitely getting onto that one. Okay, and our last centre for discussion today is the root centre. And the root centre is the centre for adrenaline energy. It's where we feel stress. It's where we feel pressure. It is a pressure centre. And particularly when it's open or undefined, we feel pressure all the time to do, to get things done. And I'll let Nani talk about the open root centre. 
Yeah, so when you have an undefined root center or open root center, you have the capacity to take in the adrenaline energy of others. So if you're a speaker or do something where you're speaking for your business, you may either love to speak because you get this rush of energy from other people's energy, or you can feel so much pressure that it feels like panic or stress. So when you are a, a solopreneur or an entrepreneur, the open root can be really hard because it can put pressure on you to get things done. And I have this open and I can totally see this. You have a long to-do list and this is the one where you can get trapped in thinking you need to get stuff done to be free, but that list just keeps on going. So think of in your business, like every day you have like all these things that you think you need to do, especially because we get conditioned by all these different ways of you know, running your business or marketing your business or doing different things. And so I can totally attest to this. I now, well, actually, I'm just trying to like follow my strategy more, which is waiting to respond. So the things that I need to do that day come up more naturally rather than just like checking off a list. But you also, I mean, this is something I say to myself as well. And what I learned is to say, what is the worst thing that can happen if you don't do this today? Some things you need to do. Some things are like meetings or you know, deadlines for different things, but some things can be put off until later, or maybe you didn't even want to do them and you just have them on your list. Yeah. And the other thing with the open root center is that pressure that you're feeling is coming from someone else. So if you're feeling pressure and you're standing next to your boss, it may well be that your boss is not putting pressure on you. It just feels like they are because they might have a defined root center and you're taking in that energy and you're amplifying it. So just be really aware of how you're feeling when you're around certain people. You, this, this can be you thinking that they're putting pressure on you when in actual fact they are not. So just be very wary of that because that can solve a lot of burnout issues too and a lot of stress issues if you start thinking that, oh, that's just me feeling this pressure that somebody else, somebody else's energy is giving me. It's not them, it's their energy. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, this comes up a lot actually in network marketing for me. And it's because you don't really have a traditional relationship with people where they're your boss or not. And like you're working with multiple different people but there's still goals for people that are you're working with. And sometimes I just feel that there's pressure there. And then I eventually, you know, like sometimes the pressure gets so big that it, you know, bursts. And I, if I go into a panic or what I do probably, or maybe burst out crying. And when I finally talked to the person about it, they didn't even have the pressure that I was putting on the situation. They were like, Oh, I didn't even know you, you felt that or thought that. And so it can be very interesting with different types of businesses and different types of partnerships. And like Raz is saying, I don't know, it could even be a client. You might think a client needs you to get something done and you really need like one more day to work on it, but you think that they need it today. But if you had just like asked them, they might be like, oh, that's totally fine to take another day. And then your life is so much less stressful. <laughs> Absolutely. And this knowledge, having this knowledge is so powerful. Just having this understanding of what that feeling is all about and that it's just energy. It's not real. Well, 
it is real, it's real energy, but it's not what the other person is conscious of. It's just their energy invading your energy and making you feel a certain way. So be very mindful of that if you have an open root centre, that you will be feeling under pressure all the time, that it's just energy, that to-do list is never going to go away. Do the top three things on your to-do list and the rest of it can wait until tomorrow. Like Nani says, what is the worst thing that will happen if it doesn't get done? And that leads very nicely into the defined root centre because the defined root centre doesn't feel that pressure. They, I would never say that a defined root centre doesn't experience stress. It does, but it's controllable. The defined root centre is much better able to control stress. And there will always be times of acute stress for the defined will centre and sometimes even chronic stress. But it's much, it, it seems to be able to be managed better by the defined root centre because they have their own stress energy. They're not taking in other people's energy in that centre and amplifying it. So this is all about adrenaline energy and it's all about using that adrenaline energy to get things done, to work on things, to make things happen. And when you have a defined root centre, you use that adrenaline energy in bursts and you get things done. But what you will find when you have a defined root centre, and I think this is so important to understand from a work perspective, is that there will be times when it will turn off and you don't have any energy at all. It's almost like you know, the sacral energy in some ways. Having an undefined sacral is almost like having a defined root centre and having that energy turn off every now and then because this particular energy works in pulses. And so like the root centre works in pulses the will centre works to rest and these pulses, occasionally you'll find yourself where the root centre's pulse is turned off with your defined root centre and you can't do anything. You really can't do a thing. It's almost like this, it's this incredible lethargy just kicks in and the fastest way to turn the energy back on it's just to stop. It's to stop and rest and do nothing. And you might well find it only takes an hour. might take longer, but I know in my own case, I have a defined root centre. This happens to me periodically, maybe once a week. I will get that, oh, I can't do anything feeling. And I just go and sit down, do nothing for usually an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and it comes back on again. And it's almost like a replenishing is going on at that time, a replenishing of your energy. It's, I equate it to rebuilding those adrenaline stores that you've been using up to get things done and they run out, you stop, you sit down. It's almost like going to the gas station, going to the petrol station and getting a refill and that's what's happening in that hour, an hour and a half or however long it takes you to pump up your adrenaline stores, your cortisol, whatever uh, whatever it is that's, that's getting you to do things, those stress hormones that get you to get the work done or enable you to get the work done. They build up and then you've got the energy to go again and off you go. 
Yeah. And you have to be careful here if you push when you don't have that pulse on, because as Raza is saying, it's adrenaline energy. So there's potential for burnout here and that's in the adrenal glands. I've seen this happen to someone where their root is connected to their sacral through a channel. And so when their sacral was off, they were doing something that they didn't want to be doing and the root pulse was off, but they were in a position where they had to be doing the work and they kept doing it and doing it, doing it. And it just caused burnout big time. And it can take a long time to recover from it. Adrenal burnout, can't it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the same thing can happen with the emotional energy because if it's connected to your emotional solar plexus, and I don't know if this one burns you out as much, but if you're, you know, you have the emotional waves and your wave is low and your root pulse is low, you're just going to feel really low. So I guess my suggestion for it is. In business, if you're feeling that way, you need to stop and rest. But also part of it is just like not beating yourself up for why you're feeling that way. Sometimes you're just going to feel or sometimes you're just not going to have all of the energy that you desire. But starting to recognize this, you can do things to help yourself, like care for yourself more. Absolutely. It's just so important. And if you find yourself, if you are emotionally defined and you have a defined root center, and you're low on your emotional wave and your root center energy is, your root pulse is turned off, you need to recognize that this is what's going on for you. And if you have time to sit there and honor it and feel into it, you will find that before long, things will start to turn around. But you know what? Nani and I have got a secret. It's a really good way to get that energy turned back on again more quickly than would happen if we didn't use this secret. And of course, the secret is essential oils. And really, this is this is what got me, and I'm not sure about Nani, but this is what got me enthusiastic about using essential oils with my human design was this recognition that if I used the essential oils, depending on how I was feeling, depending on what was going on with my energy, according to my human design, I could get myself back to where I needed to be or where I needed to be more quickly than might otherwise happen and in a healthy way. And I'm not saying not to honour that need to rest. I'm not saying that you shouldn't honour your emotional wave. We all need our highs and lows. Even, Even those of us without emotional waves, we get to feel without our own emotional wave, get to feel what's going on. And I think that's important. It's important in understanding how life works. And it's important, especially if you're emotionally defined, to go through those emotional waves, the highs and the lows, because otherwise we don't we don't get to fully express ourselves creatively. So they are important, but the oils are so valuable in getting us to a point where the energies are manageable. I hope that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. What about an essential oil, Nani? Or two or three? The first two that came to my mind are actually two blends, and I, I use them separately as well, but they're balance, the grounding blend plus serenity, and I don't know if it's the same name there, serenity, the... Lavender piece. Oh, lavender piece. Okay, mm-hmm. so lavender piece in Australia. When you mix those two together, it's liquid calm. And 
when I am feeling that pressure from the open root and it happens, you know, it happens a lot in business, probably maybe even like daily with to-do lists and different things. I, I try to proactively put these oils on in the morning so that I can kind of just make myself feel more grounded and remember that I don't need to do everything today. I'm here to do what lights me up. I will get the important things done and that I, I don't have to get all of the things on my list done. And I also don't have to feel the pressure. Yeah. And that feeling of stress that is just, it's part of the life of a person with an undefined root center. That feeling is an ungrounded feeling and the root center when you overlay it with the chakra system is actually physiologically located where the root chakra or the base chakra or the first chakra, depending on what you want to call it, is located. And so anything that's grounding is going to be really good for you in coping with that stressy feeling. So any of those beautiful tree oils, cedarwood is one that comes to mind, but arborvitae, frankincense, mm-hmm. myrrh even, anything that's calling out to you. And of course, balance is just, it's, it's the obvious one, isn't it? Beautiful balance blend, a grounding blend. But any oil that grounds you is going to be great for that undefined root centre, as it is going to be also good for the defined root centre. Another thing you can think about when you have an undefined root center is that you sometimes it's too late. You've already like feel this pressure and you can't figure out how to like shake it off. And all of the citrus oils, they kind of dissolve things so that you can be more present. They're joyful. So I'd say like lemon, grapefruit, lime, some of those could be helpful if you're like already feeling pressure in the moment or feeling pressured by someone that you're around and you have to be around them, you can do that too. So you can feel, I I kind of do the grounded stuff to make me feel prepared ahead of time. And if I've forgotten and then I feel the the stress or anxiety, then I would use something maybe more citrusy or lemongrass or something like that to kind of just dissolve it so that I don't get stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, for the defined root center, the, Oil that we often reach for when we're talking about anything to do with our adrenals is basil. Basil is the oil that is often talked about when we need support in that area. So definitely reach for basil. If the energy is pulsing off, the root energy is pulsing off and you feel like you would you would like a little bit of a kickstart to get it going again. Another really nice one is doTERRA's invigorating blend, which is Citrus Bliss. And it's just, a, once again, as Nani was saying, it's the citrus oils. And these are all great equalizers. We keep talking about this. If it works to help you to pump you up it's going to also bring you down as well too if you're too high it's going to bring you down these oils are equalizers so almost in every case you can use an oil for either the undefined or the defined center because that's what they do but in particular citrus bliss is one that you can reach for take a few sniffs of and all of a sudden 
you're feeling reinvigorated. You're feeling like doing things again. So that's another option for you with your defined root center. Well, that wraps this up. This is the third part of a three-part business series. And we'll, of course, talk more about business topics in the future in different ways. But for now, that this is wrapping it up. So thank you so much for listening. And if you have questions or are interested in learning more about human design, you can go to our websites, findyournaturalgroove.com for Roz or be you with Nani for me. And if you don't already have essential oils and are interested in purchasing them, both Roz and I have doTERRA businesses and either of us can help you get started. And I just have a question for you. Are you interested in helping us share this with more people? This is for all the generators and manifesting generators that are listening. If you do, we would love it if you would give us a five-star rating on iTunes and maybe even leave a little comment. That really helps us grow our listenership and allows this information to get to more and more people. And it lets us know that you like what we're doing and you like what you're hearing. Of course, we'd also like to hear feedback or ideas for what you'd like to hear from us. So either leave us a comment and we love hearing from you or feel free to reach out to us in other ways. Bye, Roz. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye, Nani. Bye, everyone.